Hello friends, welcome to I Am Who I Am podcast. We're in Proverbs 13 today. Let's just jump right on in here. Here we go. And tomorrow is Revelation Wednesday, chapter 9. Looking forward to that. A wise son heeds his father's instruction, but a mocker does not respond to rebukes. <laughs> you can see wisdom. If, if wisdom always responds to correction. Amen. From the fruit of their lips, a man from the fruit of the lips a man enjoys good things. But the unfaithful have a craving for violence. That's amazing. So, from the fruit of things that are, are, are a good, um, things that the the righteous say, from the fruit of their lips, a man enjoys good things. So, this is obviously speaking about righteous people. Through their lips, a man enjoys good things. But the unfaithful have a craving for violence. So, the the good the the righteous man receives good things, but the unfaithful have a desire or a craving for violence. And there's a verse in there somewhere. They're, they cannot rest until they har- waylay some harmless soul. It's in Proverbs somewhere. They have to. They have to do harm, or they're or they're not happy. It's it's insane. It's craziness. But that's but that's the way of the, that's the way of the world. Amen. Those who guard their lips preserve their lives, but those who speak rashly will come to ruin. Man, I got to be careful on this one. I can speak rashly, and I need to catch myself and and be a slower speaker when I'm talking with others. I need to guard my lips to preserve my life. Amen. A sluggard craves and gets nothing, but the desires of the diligent are fully satisfied. I love that one. A sluggard craves. A sluggard's a lazy person. I'm sure you know that. A sluggard or lazy person craves and gets nothing. Nothing but the desires of the diligent are fully said. God fulfills the desires of the diligent, but he leaves out in the cold the sluggards and the lazy. Wow. And they're fully satisfied. I mean, do you feel like your your desires are going to be, the desires of the diligent are fully, you feel like God's going to fully uh, fully um, satisfy your desires. You should. If you're walking righteous, or you should you should stand on this verse, verse 13, verse 4. The bottom is it, but the desires of the diligent are fully satisfied. God ain't playing on this thing. Amen. 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 The righteous hate what is false, but the wicked bring shame and disgrace. Hmm. Okay. Let's see. Hmm. Give me a second here. Um, <laughs> here we go. Uh, I was zoning for a second. Sorry about that. The righteous hate what is false, but the wicked bring shame and disgrace. Amen. Man, if you hate what's false, you're walking in righteousness. But the wicked, they bring shame and disgrace. It's sorrowful. Amen. Verse 6. Righteousness guards the person of integrity, but wickedness overthrows the sinner. Man, this is what Job's secret was. Righteousness guards the person that Job was guarded by his righteousness. He was blameless in the sight of God, and he wouldn't surrender his integrity even though he was being accused of evil. His righteousness guarded him because he was a person of integrity, one of the ultimate people in the Bible as a person of integrity. Job is almost unparalleled. It's an amazing guy. Amazing, amazing guy. Um, uh, but the wicked, but wickedness of so, so righteousness and integrity will guard you, but wickedness will overthrow you. Man, powerful stuff. One man pretends to be rich and yet has nothing. Another person pretends to be poor and has great wealth. <laughs> Isn't that cool? Man, look at me, man. Look how, man, I'm studly do right, man. I got the that got it going on, and I'm I'm poor as a church mouse, you know. <laughs> 
Some of these, some of these wise, wise rich people, they drive old. I think what's his name? Simon Walton drove an old pickup truck till he died, something like this. So not that people didn't know he was rich, but again, you, if you if you come into sudden wealth like you hit the line or something, don't don't be flamboyant about it. Take your time. Do it in a reasonable way, a subtle way. And it just it's just cool. I love that verse. Um, a person's riches may ransom their life, but the poor man hears no threats. Man, <laughs> the riches, the, you know, they kept kidnapped the, 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 the heiress, you know, and she's worth a billion dollars or her family's worth a billion dollars and they kidnap her. But a poor man who's worth nothing, he doesn't have to worry about hearing any threats. I like the inverseness of this. It's kind of like, hey man, yeah, that being rich thing, that could cause you some trouble. But if you're poor, don't worry. Nobody's going to kidnap you if you have two cents in the bank. <laughs> Amen. Hey, uh, I love the one. Uh, give me neither poverty nor wealth, but give me my daily bread. If you give me, if you give me too much, then I I may deny the name of my Lord. And if you give me too little, I'll steal and have to and and, and disgrace you. So if you give me too much, I'll be in trouble. If you give me too little, but if you give me my daily bread, man, I love that. Lord, I want my daily bread. I want my daily bread. That's what I'm asking for. Man, just wisdom, man. And then any other blessings? They're just blessings. You say, thank you, God. Amen. Uh, let's see here. The um, the light of the righteous shines brightly, but the lamp of the wicked is snuffed out. Do I even need to explain that? The light of the righteous shines brightly, but the lamp of the wicked is snuffed out. And all the wicked of the earth someday snuffed out, man. God ain't playing with the sin thing. The, the poem I'm writing today is about the death of Saul. You know, about the, he was put to death by God because he was so unfaithful. I mean, he was trying to kill David. The guy went, the guy went, he killed the priest of God. He went crazy. Uh, where there is strife, there is pride. Uh, but wisdom is found in those who take advice. Very important. Um, uh, only by pride comes contention or strife. So if you're in any kind of strife, you're in pride. Whether you're right or wrong, right or wrong is not the issue. The issue is pride versus humility. I'd rather be humble than right. I've said it again and again and again. Stay humble. Stay humble. The right part isn't as important as the humble part. If you're right and you know you're right, but you get into an argument, you get in pride and then you're wrong. Stay humble. Stay completely humble. Moses, the most humble man on the face of the earth. Numbers 12, 3. Make your heart like Moses. Keep a humble heart. Uh, but wisdom is found in those who take advice, man. Amongst the many counselors, there's safety, man. You want advice. If you don't know how to do something, ask somebody. If they, they don't know, ask and ask and ask. Always seek good advice. Amen. Dishonest, dishonest money dwindles away. But whoever gathers money little by little makes it grow. I love that. Verse 11. Dishonest money, dishonest money dwindles away. But whoever gathers money little by little makes it grow. Um, What's I gonna say? Oh, uh, stingy man hoards and comes to poverty. A generous man gives and always has more to give. It said somewhere in Proverbs. But be generous, be open-handed, give, and God will always give you more to give and meet your needs at the same time. Beautiful. Hope deferred makes the heart set, but long he fulfills the tree of life. I subscribe to verse twelve, chapter thirteen, verse twelve. Hope deferred makes the heart set. I don't do much hope, not in man. Not in people, in God, in my mom, in some of my friends, I have some hope. But man, I get heartsick. Man, I it, this verse is, is ministers to me. Hope, if you're hope, you have a hope, and it gets diverted, it gets pushed back. You thought you were going to get a, a promotion. You thought you were going to take this wonderful vacation. You had some kind of hope, and all of a sudden it gets smashed to bits. It makes your heart sick. I, I don't say you should have faith, hope, and love. Hope's a good thing. 
But the only one that's faithful in hope every time is God. You can always hope in God. Amen. Um, hope is very nice, but a longing fulfills a tree of life. You know how it is when you're waiting and waiting and waiting for something and you get it. It's like this tree of life. It's beautiful. You're fully satisfied. Amen. Uh, whoever scorns instruction will pay for it, but whatever respects a command is rewarded. Man, man, good, in, good instruction is worth its weight in gold. Good correction, a good rebuke when you're in error is worth its weight in gold. We're supposed to be watching each other's back. Satan is deceiving all of us. None of us is getting this thing right. We all need instruction. We all have blind spots. Every one of us, in Christ, outside Christ, we all have blind spots. And if you're wise, you'll know where your blind spots are. Someone comes alongside of you and said, look, you're going a little to the left here, Bob. Just pull back on that one, okay? Pull back. You know, don't, don't mess this up. Be willing to take correction. Don't think you know everything. None of us knows everything. There's no such thing as a Bible answer, man, although some people call themselves that. <laughs> Be willing to say, if someone asks you a question you don't know the answer, say, I don't know the answer. Some people... I, I don't understand it. Why do you? Why do people think that 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 they have to know everything? And it's it's a common mistake, especially in Christ. That's why I love Google. If I don't know where verses, something Google it, and boom, you know. But man, a good instruction is worth its weight in gold. Again, whoever respects the command is rewarded. Again, those who and those who score instruction definitely pay for it. The teaching of the wise is a fountain of life, turning a person from the snares. I love that. The teaching of the wise is a snare of life. If your wisdom and your teaching, you are offering, you are 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 a fountain of life. Isn't that beautiful? The teaching of the wise is a fountain. Your teaching is a fountain of life, bringing life to others. That's why discipleship is so important, and it's so little done. Satan has deceived the whole church world. Make converts, make converts, make converts. I'm a big fan of making converts. Let's get people in the kingdom, but then let's disciple them. We have to disciple. So if you, even if you have one person you're working with, disciple somebody. It don't matter how limited your knowledge is, and you think, oh, I've only got Josh, I've only got limited knowledge. There's someone out there with less knowledge. Ask God for a disciple. Ask God to bring somebody to you that you can personally disciple and help teach the fundamental truths of the Word of God. It's a powerful principle, and it's, it's a fountain of life. You're bringing life to someone. If you turn someone towards righteousness, they were on a bad path, not outside of Christ, but they're on a bad path, headed towards a bad, you know, something bad was going to happen. And you say, whoa, whoa, man, let me explain to you why this is wrong turn to the left here and go this way and they listen and they turn man you just you saved that person a lot of heartache man discipleship 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 it is so lacking that's why the church is failing because there's no discipleship a lot of milk drinkers in christ but no meat eaters are very few like it says uh, somewhere in james i think there are there are lots of brothers but very few fathers be a father to somebody in christ befriend somebody Share what you have. If, no matter how limited it is, share it with others. It, uh, how limited you perceive it is, share it with others. Amen. Turning a person from the snares of death. Man, man, you know, God has given us the ability to share what we know and to affect. Think about this. You share what you know and you affect somebody's eternity. What a powerful, fearsome, amazing thing God has put into our hands to be able to affect the eternal destination of a human being. There's no greater cause. I mean, of course, we want to win people to Christ. Absolutely. Put it out there. Jesus is Lord. Only by his blood can you be saved. Only through, only through repentance and faith in him can you get into the kingdom. 
But man, once you sharing and sharing and sharing, man, then start teaching. Find someone. Ask God to send you someone to disciple. Amen. Sorry, I'm being repetitive. It's just so important. It's so. I got. I got friends. Me and my friends. I got a friend, Jack and me, and we te- tag team this one guy. You know, because he need because he's learning. He's like a sponge. He's soaking it in. So man. Be a, be a discipler of men. Amen. No matter how little you know, be a disciple. And that should get you more in the Bible so you'll know more and you'll be able to share more. Amen. Just challenge people. This is the challenge I have for people. Read a proverb a day. There's 31 of them. Read a proverb a day. Chal- I had a friend of mine, Dwight. Hey, Dwight. He, he doesn't listen to these because he doesn't have a cool phone. <laughs> I'm not putting, I'm picking up Dwight. But I told Dwight, do a proverb a day. And he did it. Man. Do a proverb day. If you got a friend out there, you know, I don't know what to do with the Bible. Read a proverb a day once a month. Then then start over again. Then do it again. Get people in the word of God. Amen. I know I'm rambling. I apologize. This stuff is just so important. All who are prudent act with knowledge, but fools expose their folly. Man, all who are prudent, man, all who are disciplined act with knowledge. Man, God gives us knowledge for a reason so we can act in the right way. But fools expose their folly. And foolish people are just going right down the wrong path, won't admit it, won't repent, just going right down into the toilet. They expose how foolish they are. A wicked messenger falls into trouble, but a trustworthy envoy brings healing. Man, a wicked messenger, if you're the guy, remember the bearer of bad news, you know, they kill the messenger. If you're a guy bearing bad news, if you're a wicked messenger and you're bringing bad news and you're wicked, you're in trouble. But a trustworthy envoy brings healing. Hey, King, I've got good news for you. Your son's alive. You know, I'm bringing this to you. He's a trustworthy envoy, and he'll bring healing to the king. Isn't that a cool thing? Amen. You want to be a trustworthy envoy, a person someone sends, and you're completely trustworthy with whatever they're sending you to do. Amen. Um, whoever disregards discipline comes to poverty and shame, but whoever heeds correction is honored. Again, the, the the lack of discipline brings poverty and shame to people's lives. But whoever heeds correction is honored, man. If you heed correction, you will be honored. A longing fulfilled the sweet of the soul, but fools detest turning from evil. <laughs> A longing fulfilled the sweet of your longing fulfilled it's sweet to your soul, but fools detest turning from evil. Man. Sorrowful. Fools detest. They hate turning from evil. Wow. And their longings are not going to be fulfilled and, and they won't have that sweetness like you who walk with the Lord. Amen. Walk with the wise and become wise for a companion of fools suffers harm. Man, walk with wise people. I heard this one guy preaching. I'm not going to mention his name because I don't, I don't shame anybody and I don't judge. But he was, he was started quoting all these atheists he listened to. I'm like, dude, why are you listening to atheists? Why, you know, if you start listening to the the ungodly, unholy, and I'm not putting those people down. I'm just saying, if you start listening to those kind of people, you're not going to be wise. We don't want to be quoting the atheists and the agnostics. And I'm not putting you down if you're an atheist or agnostic. You're struggling in faith. I'm not beating you up. But we want to walk with the wise. We want to walk with with uh, strong disciples of Christ. We want to walk with people that are that know more than we do that can share that with us. And uh, and not be a companion of fools, Amen. Misfortune for fruit, misfortune pursues the sinner, but the righteous are rewarded with prosperity. Man, isn't that beautiful? Misfortune pursues. So if you're a sinner, you're in deliberate sin. You just don't give a crap. Misfortune's coming for you, but the righteous are rewarded with prosperity. God blesses. It's not about the prosperity, but this is the kingdom, and He blesses. He blesses the righteous. That's just His heart. 
He blesses them with prosperity. Amen. Not just money, but your good health and whatever. There's a lot of aspects to prosperity. A good person leaves an inheritance for their children's children, but a sinner's wealth is stored up for the righteous. I love that. Man. If you can, leave an inheritance for your children's children. Isn't that beautiful? But a sinner's wealth is stored up for the righteous. Man, God is storing up the wealth of the wicked for us. I don't know how that's going to work itself out, but I believe that. Amen. Again, I'm not a money preacher. You know that. I don't preach the, the gospel of prosperity, but these are biblical principles. Amen. Uh, a, poor, a poor man's field produces abundant food, but injustice sweeps it away. That's just a sorrow. That's just the way of the world. You know, sometimes... You know, the poor man, he doesn't have an advocate in court, you know, whatever. And again, just trouble comes. A poor man's field produces abundant food, but injustice sweeps it away. There's a lot of injustice in the world, especially against the poor, who have no defender a lot of times in court except the public defender. So injustice, an unjust person, you know, who wants their land can just take everything. And again, injustice sweeps it away. Amen. Poor, poor people, man, so sorrowful. You know, there's billions of people around the world that live on a dollar a day. That's not an exaggeration. It's a hard world. Whoever spares the rod hates his child, but the one who loves their children is careful to discipline them. This is one of the most important verses in the Bible. This generation we live amongst don't believe. And I'm not condemning you if you're one of these people. I don't do condemnation. But listen to what the Bible says. Whoever spares the rod hates their child. If you're a parent listening to this, and you have, you know, you little children, they're not grown up now. And, and again, if you raise your children, you're outside of Christ, you didn't know any of this. God's not going to hold you responsible for this. But if you're in Christ, you ought to know this verse and discipline your children. Corporal punishment is in the Bible. Spanking is in the Bible. That little bit of pain, that, that judicious use of pain, not in anger, but in wisdom, that snaps a kid. That right there, that form of discipline works, and it's worked forever. We have an entire generation now of undisciplined children, and they are in trouble. They had parents who hated them. That's strong words, but this is what the Bible says. Whoever spares the rod, the rod, is that's a form of discipline. The rod was like a, like a paddle for spanking. Whoever spares the rod hates their children. Man, because we're talking about eternity here. Undisciplined people have a hard time finding God because they don't care because they're undisciplined. You know, man, and it takes discipline to walk with the Lord. So, man, again, I'm not beating any of y'all up. If you've been this way, if you're still this way, repent. Discipline your children. Spank your children or however you use the rod, but do it in a God way, not in anger, but in wisdom and in, and in a peaceful way. It shows the child right from right. It sets boundaries. And that little bit of pain, that time. Why do you think God created the butt the way he created? It's soft, fleshy, and you can spank a kid back there without breaking their skin, without harming them. Hey, there's a reason why good God's done what he's done. Amen. We need to discipline our children. Amen. But the one who loves their children is careful to discipline. It's so important to discipline your kids. 25, last verse. The righteous eat to their heart's content, but the stomach of the wicked goes hungry. Man, I tell you, there's a price. There's a price for being wicked. There's a price to wicked, to being a wicked person, and it's a terrible price. Man. Anyway, we got through Proverbs 13, a beautiful thing. And uh, tomorrow, I'm going to Mom's house, but I'm going to try if I can today. I'm going to get 
Revelation Wednesday done, chapter 9 tomorrow. So we'll try and get that done today or tomorrow sometime once I get to mom's house. But that's always tough. Um, love you, love you. Can't get enough of you. About 20 minutes, not bad. And I did a lot of diatribe and a lot of side roads and stuff. I hope you enjoy that. We just I like to make it real and explain it. Love you, love you. Can't get enough of you. We'll see you tomorrow.